it's a scary shot, everybody. I'm wrong here. And it's Thursday. Thursday. One little, two little, three little Thursdays. Thursday. We're back. What? What? What the date? What's here? Sixteenth. Uh, it says on my calendar, and thank goodness computers have calendars. May sixteenth, two thousand thirteen. The one sixth. Yeah. And it must be Patricia time. Uh it is I on the other side of the country. I wasn't allowed to come out and play because I didn't live in California. <laughs> so I couldn't come out and play last night. <laughs> well, we were at Radio Shack during the time of the show. Actually, we were eating at, well, you know, Mama Place. Yeah. I, the, place I, the place I live at, Mama House. Yeah. So one that she makes food for everybody. Yeah. So she... Mama says she had food. Mama delivered food. Aww, feed everybody. She's silly. Yeah. She fed everybody. And then we, went, then we went to Radio Shack to buy stuff for John's new board. And time we roll uh, does in. Does John have a board and Larry have a board, both of them? Uh, well, of the, brand new, of the brand new quality, John has the new board. Okay. And he has a telephone. And then what does Larry have? He has his old stuff. He's not as special as John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Larry, are you listening? Oh, gosh. Oh, that poor guy. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't have anything, so what does that make me? You're the double... Christine. I'm Christine. That's what it is. You're the double special person. 714 <laughs> I am just, this is our maiden voyage with this brand new spank nackety new, uh, 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 slightly used board. Is it really slightly used? Uh-huh, it, 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 it was the backup board for the big board in Texas. So it's been there, it's been built baby spare. So I'm oh, the I'm... one that has it now. It's got so many new bells and whistles. Well, I have to tell you, um... Ah, it just tuned you in? It sounds great. Oh, man. No kidding? No kidding. Who's there? Well, we got to hopefully... And everything's with sliders now. So we slide oh, this person oh, up. Oh, great. Okay. Hello there. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. Oh, hi, hi Jim. Jim. This is Jim. What do, I guess. I guess the first thing to say is congratulations. I guess I'm the first... Caller you, on your new board. You are the very first young white caller of the new board. Congratulations. You have just I was won, trying have, to be one of the last Sunday, Tuesday night on the old board with some things. I got waylaid. You got waylaid. Though Don from Sacramento is the, the, uh, the last caller of the old board, and you're the new caller of the new board. So do you know and what that... guy, I had to cut him off because we were right up against midnight. I hope he calls back tonight. Yeah, so that, you know what that means, Jim? What's that? You just win the prize. You just send 1995 to 2527 Duke Place. To, okay. They have the honor to be the, the one on the new board. Well, anyway, it, it's an honor. It's an honor. I was thinking about something today. Well, yesterday I was thinking about something that both of you might want to comment. I was thinking about all the short-lived radio shows that major stars did or people who later became 
stars that you don't think of as you think of them more as movie stars than radio stars. And I, how, what are we defining a short run show? Well, and and most of them were short run shows. Well, how you define it? Like, what is? Well, I guess a, a half a season or a season, maybe. Do you have an example? Well, I have a couple. Bold Venture was certainly one with Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Was that a full season? Would you say? I think it was fifty-two nope. weeks. They, I think they did fifty-two weeks in the camp. Fifty-two yeah, weeks. I have a, yeah. I have Another one I was him, thinking so, about. Yeah. Well, I guess Tales of the Texas Rangers was two seasons. Joel McRae, but it was two seasons, and he was pretty much a film star. Another one I was thinking about was an NBC series called. And I believe it's, I'm getting the name right, The Private Files of Rex Saunders with Rex Harrison. Mm-hmm. I have you ever heard that? Yeah, I have a couple of them. They were what terrible. What did you think of it? I, well, I, I think I should put them in my awful show folder. Oh, did you? Yeah. That I made your awful it. list, huh? Yeah, they, you know, but again, it's always opinion. I've. I really like mysteries. I love detectives. I love stuff like that. So maybe I'm more harsh than I should be. But I did not think this was anywhere close to even the middle of the list of his best work. I mean, and you think this was, and this was years before, of course, Henry Higgins and all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was one, and of course, I don't. I think John and Larry did not give high regard to Dane Clark's series, Crime and Peter Chambers. I, I've got some of them, and they weren't too bad at all. Did you like those? One of them, I don't remember, was it John or Larry that didn't care for the, I couldn't remember. Yeah, they, they're not among the best by any means, but they, they weren't too bad. They, they yeah. were sparky. They had a little bit of spark to them. Yeah. And then you had, of course, we've, we've talked about Frank's show, Rocky Fortune, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, gosh, I love that show. That, that was Frank Sinatra's show. He played, it wasn't a detective, but it might as well have been because he always solved a mystery-like puzzle. But he wasn't a detective. He was kind of a man about town and did odd jobs. And each time he wound up in an odd job, it was really an odd yeah, job. Yeah, one week, one week he worked in a museum. One week he guarded. He worked in a rodeo. One week mm -hmm. he, one week he worked as a bodyguard to a professional football player. John mm -hmm. Dunning, in his first book, Tune In Yesterday, in reviewing that episode, said, "Which proves, if nothing else, anything was possible on radio." <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And now, I'd see. like I'm the show, and I've got quite others. a few of uh, anybody. Of course, we know about Edmund O'Brien serving as a brief time as Johnny Dollar. As Johnny Dollar, yeah. He was good. He didn't, you know, he, he didn't bring to the role what Bob Bailey did later on, but I thought he was pretty good. Of all of the earlier ones, I thought he was probably the best. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, in, in comedy, I really liked, uh, well, I guess it was light drama, light comedy. It was sort of a drama comedy. I really enjoyed The Marriage with Jessica Tandy and Hume Cronin. Do you know, Ron in Hawaii sent me some of those shows. I don't know how many are on the CDs. There are at least two, maybe three CDs. And I haven't listened to them yet. So I'm, I'm so glad you flagged it for me. Thank you. I think it's one you would enjoy. I think Walden likes that show, don't you, Walden? I do. 
And, uh, and I think we have maybe like 23 something. It's not not a major handful we're done. Not and it was only on one season, yeah. half a season. Mm -hmm. so and then, yeah, that, that, that was good. Uh, Dan Durier had a short live police series. I know you're not much into cop shows, Patricia, but Dan Durier had a cop show called The Man from Homicide. Oh, I've not heard that. Now, see, I would, I would like that. It's the real cop shows like Dragnet that, and, and Gangbusters. I'm and, not, the, and this is your FBI and those types. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too warm to them. They're good. They're well done, but I'm just not too warm to them. It's You're more into the private private detective. Yeah. Occasional police show. Yeah, and a murder. Got to have a murder in there. Well, you know, on the, on, the, on, the, on the Man from Homicide, what was unique about that show, Dan Durier, when he wanted information from a suspect, he wasn't above using his fist. Yeah, well, that was the era. <laughs> that that sort of was. And he used to always say on each episode, "I don't like killers." What where did this expression "gum shoe" come from? You know, I don't know. I and, and that that's a shoe a term I've heard heard for detectives. And the other one I've heard for detectives is Seamus. Yeah, Seamus. Seamus or Seamus? Yes. Uh, um, private Eye must be very short for. Private eyes, short for private investigator. Private investigator. Yeah. Uh, let me see gumshoe. I've gum got a shoe. guess on gumshoe. Okay. Can I give you my guess, and then I'll look it up? Okay. Okay. Right. Not Seamus, if you have time. Say that again, please? If you have time, Seamus as well. Oh, oh, sure I will. Um, Seamus, in, in, interestingly, is the name James in Gaelic. So it's always been a puzzle for me, too, so I'll happily look that up. Okay, gumshoe definition. Now, my definition of a gumshoe is somebody who is schlepping through trying to make a living as a private detective, doesn't drive a car, has to do a lot of footwork, and yeah. winds up stepping on chewing gum on sidewalks. So let's see if we can say gumshoe, gumshoeing to work. <laughs> you know, that's about as logical as anything. When you think about it. Say that again, please. I said that sounds as logical as anything. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, let's see. Origin. Origin. To work as a detective. We know that. Definition of gumshoe. Um, what we want is gumshoe. Dictionary reference is usually pretty good. Okay. We learn so much on this. All right, to work as a detective, oh, to go softly, uh, as if wearing rubber-soled shoes, uh, being sneaky. Patricia and Jim, can you do me one favor? Can you co-host the show for two minutes? I'm going to go take my dad's socks off. Okay. Oh, oh sure. We're, we're doing fine here. Thank you. So this makes a whole lot of sense. You know, um, having rubber sh shoes. They would. They sometimes referred to rubber as gum. Yeah. And it says to move with stealth or be really sneaky and snoopy. And you can do that if you don't have leather-soled or leather-heeled shoes. Mm-hmm. So a gum shoe is also uh, um, sometimes a sneaker. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you for making me look that up. All right. Now, Seamus. And now, Seamus. 
I've heard it pronounced Seamus and Shamus. Uh-huh. And Shamus. Shamus refers to a slang for a private detective. Oh, oh, it's Yiddish. Hold on. Um, Shamus definition. Let's see what this one says. Seamus is um, the Gaelic James. But this looks like it's spelled a little bit differently. Okay, Seamus, private. All right, we know that. Probably Seamus influenced by James. We know that. Private detective, a police officer. We know that. <laughs> oh, man. Definition and origin. All right. What else do you have on your list while I'm fooling around here? Oh, I'm trying to think of another. I was trying to think of another star, and I couldn't uh, think of it. I thought of one other thing you might you might want to put on your awful show list. Uh, and I heard this played a number of years ago on another old time radio show, and the host. It was when we had old-time radio in the San Francisco Bay Area, and the host didn't think much of this show, and it was an audition, so apparently it only... It was on NBC, and it was called Dyke Easter Detective. Would you spell that first word? Dyke? I don't know if it's D-I-K-E or D-I-C-K. Oh, Dyke. Oh. Uh, I'm back. All right. Dyke, would you finish? I'm so sorry. Dyke Easter. Detective. Dyke Easter Detective. Now, there I have actually seen that uh, title. It was a, it was a detective show uh, on NBC as an audition, and this person said he was glad the show never made the air, and I don't remember <laughs> that much about it. But, well, if it uh, never made the air, you... that's how come. Dyke Easter. Okay, I do have a running list, awful show nominations, and I have just put Dyke Easter. I've actually seen that name, but I've never heard a show. So I'll go hunting around and see if I can come up with something. All right. We're looking By the way, did you, did you get a chance to sample, and I mentioned this is a, that my friend thought it was a bad show. Did you hear Meet Millie yet? I have not. I've, I've actually heard a couple of those shows, and it didn't jump out at me, but I've got a whole set from Ron. So I have, I have homework to do, don't I? And it all has to do with my ears. Hmm. Oh, and by the way, you say, and you do have, for my friend, you say you do have some of the Now Here This shows. I do so. Okay, that premiered, the one, and one thing that's of interest to me, that show premiered on my birth date. Oh, so you will never forget that. <laughs> I don't know if my mom, I doubt if my mother heard it in the hospital, but... What about I, you? you could, did you hear it in the hospital? I don't know. <laughs> Too bad I can't call my nurse and ask her. <laughs> I mean, that would be funny if the nurse told me, yeah, we had it, we had it on that night. Uh, but it was a good show promoting Navy recruitment, and all the top New York people like Jackson Beck and Larry Haynes and Norman Rose and Leon Janney and all these top New York people were in this series. Patricia, oh, Alden, how did it go yesterday with, I guess, Bill, I guess, did, I guess, did you, Bill installed yours and he installed John and Larry, so how's all that going? Well, we, we're still a mystery in the air to me. Um, we worked on this new board here for seven hours at my house. And basically, because, you know, we had to create things for sighted people. 
you know, name tags and stuff like that there. You know. Right. We, so that helped, that helped just in case Walden goofs up and pulls something, we should have tags. Uh-huh. And we put it all together, and this is the fruit of Bill's work. And so we went up to dinner time. We ate, went to Radio Shack, spent five hours working on John's board last night, and it wasn't done. There was still some problem, and Bill was getting really punchy at 1.35 in the morning. I don't blame him, considering all the hours he put in. So we went home, and uh, Bill and Kim dropped me off. John stayed home from work. Uh-huh. It, we, John, Larry, and I were sweeping in the living room, and Kim was, and Bill were, Kim were counting. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So they went home, and they crashed. And mostly to this afternoon, they went over to John Larry to try to finish the job. Okay, and, and so they're going to stay in California like through the weekend? Till Tuesday. Till Tuesday. Till Tuesday. And so they were supposed to see Frank and Bobby, so I think later we'll find out from John how the board testing out. But uh, it's, it's, this is a beautiful board. It has sliders rather than knobs. Is that and, easier? The sliders easier than well, knobs? Well, I'm used to doing it a different way, so I'm flexible. And it has a Patricia knob. It yeah, has? the Patricia knob. If you turn it down just a little bit, I'll tell you how well it works. Okay, we can do that. And Patricia knob. Uh-huh, huh? A, a Patricia knob. <laughs> Sounds obscene. One, two, here we go. We're going to keep turning it down for Patricia. One, two, three, four, five, six. Not going down. Seven, eight, nine, ten, Sliders for everything except for Patricia. She has, she's special. She has a knob. She gets, she gets a knob. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, this is so And cool. how many phones are hooked in? We have one phone. John will have a phone. So when we do the show together, that way we can put people over there and call us here. So during our live guests on Friday, people can now call in. So when you have, like, a live guest, You'll be able to boot them in mm-hmm. as well as most, you and John or Larry. Yeah, and, most likely and when, the we, when you and Dennis Hart are on, you guys will be over there in the Gasman house, and we'll keep calls open for the Hughes house. Okay. It must. Have you been like experimenting with it today, just testing things? I've been sweeping. Oh, well, understandably, understandably. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Poor I went guy. to the Lion Club, and then we went to the Spurvac building today to look for stuff. We've been starting to try to clean the building and uh, look for future collections and and uh, seeing what what have happened. So, has there been? A, did you find a lot of new material or a lot uh-huh. of older material? A lot of new material that has been out. So we, so we're trying to get our bearings. It's such a. They got transcriptions above door jams. 
About, say that again, they got transcriptions, what? Above door jams. Above door jams? Mm-hmm. Meaning place, like, that means this, like... This place is, uh, is 1,589 feet. The uh, bookshelves of transcriptions even above the door. Wow. Plus the re plus all the reels? Yes. Wow. That's good that's 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 gonna be a massive a massive undertaking. I hope in your grandchildren's lifetime we'll get it done. I don't have any grandchildren so so I don't know. But 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 I guess I I do have some nephews and nieces. Well, if you start now, Jim, and time in your life, in your grandchildren's lifetime, we might make a debt. Yeah, maybe maybe by then. Let's see. I'm trying to think of a I'm thinking of a far-fetched future. I, I joked with somebody mm -hmm. a few year, months ago about the Cubs winning the World Series, mm -hmm. and I said, I, and I just said it as a, to a friend of mine in Illinois. I said, and he just kind of laughed. I said, there's probably a better chance of Madonna becoming president of the United States to the Cubs winning the World Series. <gasps> Ooh, bullshit. Ooh. <laughs> I, and I meant it more as a joke than anything. Bullshit, bullshit. Besides, it's an F word. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> okay. So I didn't mean to get you We're... in trouble there, Patricia. But we, were just, we were just joking about the, the time, you know, how the Cubs, when you think about it, and I and I like the Cubs. I, I hope they win someday. Someday. But I, when you think about, I bet they do too. <laughs> but when you think about the last since since they were in the World Series last, just think of this. And I'm not adding all the years up, but think of this: this many people have lived their whole lives, and then probably others. Let's see. Joe McCarthy has lived his life. Jack Webb has lived his life. William Conrad has lived his life. Elvis Presley has lived his whole life. John Lennon has lived his whole life. Uh, I'm trying to so, and what, oh, what is this in relation to? Well, the idea the that, that, that these people have all lived their whole life, 70 or 80 or whatever, whatever number of years, and the, uh, and the Cubs have not won the World Series. That, that's what I mean. In okay, other words, well, I'm thinking about all the years too. that it's been. 1908 was the last time they won a World Series. They'll get there. They'll get there. So I have I have two things. It's it's the according to the pronunciation here, it's Shamus, but there's also at the end of the line uh, Seamus with a question mark, and it says it's of obscure origin, though popularly assumed it was derived either from Yiddish. And I, I don't know how to pronounce this word correctly. It looks like Shams, or the Irish male given name Seamus, but it doesn't have any. Give me any idea what the Yiddish word is. How come it would be related to James and not Patrick? Or I don't know. So that's Shamus. We don't know. And the well, anyway, it, it was interesting about the something about gumshoe was very interesting. Yeah, I what, thought that was pretty good. What and did Gumshoe um, say? I, can I without him I knew you, I'm sorry, if you're absent from school, you have to make it up on your own. Just <laughs> <laughs> just, just a friend, Patricia. Be not, could just be nice to Walden tonight. He's, he's had such a week getting his board in. And everybody, thought I was, somebody thought I was picking on him the other night. I guess I do. They said 
gumshoe is someone who is is walking very quietly um, with great stealth, really snoopy, mm-hmm. and they've talked about having a gum-type sole to the shoe, not leather that would make a quick click, but the rubbery sole, and now even today we would call them running shoes and sneakers, would ah. also qualify as gum shoes. Um, I think they went a little stretched there. But I don't think that's true. I, I Honestly, if I look a little bit further and maybe even send an email to Jack French, I'll bet I am closer with gum on the shoe because they had to do so much footwork. So let's, let's Well, see. Jack French would know. Jack French would know. I know. He knows everything. If, but anyway, I just, I, when, I, when I was mentioning those names, I just meant it as just the whole span of time. It just is, you know, when you think about even Boston finally won the World Series a few years ago. <laughs> those poor guys, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, one in Chicago, I've been there, and we've been there when they've come so close. They, they, in 84, I think it was, Walden, wasn't it, when they, they, they were two games into the playoffs. They had one more game to win against the Padres to win the pennant. Yep. And they lost the... So. Steve Garvey hit the home run in, uh, I think, the ninth inning and took it away, and the way the Padres went. Yeah. Aww. Well, Jim, we're going to be a little bit short on show tonight. We've I know, I was, but I just night. wanted to be have the honor of being on the, the, the on Walden's board, and I thank you, Patricia and Walden, and we'll thank try you. to hear um, you on. If, if we don't hear any hip hop announcements, I'll try to call you on Saturday night. Try to call Saturday. <laughs> okay. You poor guy. You really go through a lot. Thank you for being with thank us. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. The number hasn't changed. And you can turn yourself back down a little bit. You okay. kept going. Well, you know we had right. to do the uh, we had to do the Patricia dance. So let's do this. You ready? Uh, yeah. One two three four five six. Good. Six. All right. You ready to take our next big call? Yeah. Hello there, you're on there. So there's good news and bad news about the board and Walden get close to your mind. Well, actually, you know what? You're fine on the air, but for some reason, when we talk to you on the phone, it sounds like you're away from your mind. Probably because I'm probably not. Probably because he is. Probably because I ain't right Walden, over Walden, are you leaning back? <laughs> actually, I'm closer away, but I guess I better get on the mic. I think that's a good, that's the first rule I learned in the, uh, the old abandoned broadcast school class. Uh, this is uh, mediocre 101. Well, if I talk on it, I can hear myself. If I go back here, I don't hear myself. So I get the rule of thumb. I better hear myself. Now, I think you need to hear yourself. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't hear you either. Well, that might be a good and thing. And we start though. hanging up and listening to I, oh, I don't know the finale some, of American Idol yeah, or you, something. Yeah, you go to some other joint. This is Larry Gasman, by the way, who I haven't talked to and. Several hours. Several hours. Actually, John's on the phone, too. Hello, John. Hi. Two Hello. for the price of one? That's right. <laughs> you, yeah. Two for the price of one. This is good. Are, are your boards operating? No. Yeah, pretty much. Yes and no. Okay. Um, we got every, everything up and running, but, but unfortunately we had problems and we were never able to get the, uh, the phones working properly. So that part of it... Has, is going back to uh, where it came from. 
going back to Radio Shack. Yeah, yeah. But everything else is we'll have to figure it out. You know, later on maybe we can try something. But so basically, Bill is going to have to ship you new stuff from Texas, probably. I don't know. He's going to have to figure it out. He he can't figure it out. He said this is the first time anything like this has uh, has stymied him. What time did he show up? What time did they leave? Mm, they showed up about 11:15. And left at about 5:30. Ooh, long day. And that was on top of what time you all had I together last night. So, are they going to Frank? Are they going back to LA today? What They're going to Frank's tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, he tried and tried and tried, and he said, "I don't know what it is." And I said, "Dude, did you have it working in Texas?" He said, "Yeah, it was working fine, but we just couldn't get it working here." Wow. Well. So he was not happy about that, but what you know, it got to well, the in California. What do you want? So that's yeah, true. It would work in Florida. Yeah, it might. It might. <laughs> sure. So we'll sure. Have, it would work in Nebraska. We can have him send you the phone stuff. No board. <laughs> just the phone stuff. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, I'm I'm glad you're up and and pretty much running. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And obviously you are, or you wouldn't be with us. I have a theme tonight. Would you play our theme with us? Sure. It's National Hamburger Month. Isn't that exciting? It's also National Barbecue Month. Shouldn't I don't be, think that's an accident. National Hamburger, but Hamburger, National Hamburger Month. Month. What is the perfect no. hamburger? Yeah, it should. I think National, National Hamburger, hamburger should, be should be in the month in, of March. It should be in May for the Kentucky Derby. No, it should be in March because of the patties. Neither one well, of those lines were that good. Well, this is May. I thought they were. May is National Hamburger Month, and that's the same month as the Kentucky Derby. Which one of you wanted? <laughs> which Which one of you thought it should be in the same month? Apparently, John. So go ahead, John. Yeah, I, I said May. You said May. Okay. I heard because it's National Derby Month. And it is May, and it was Derby, and both of them are in the same month. So what makes the perfect, what is a perfect hamburger? How do you make a perfect hamburger? And I've got 10,000 recipes here. Oh, I don't know. I just just slap some meat on a couple of buns and stick it on a barbecue or, or, or you know, grill. Yeah. All right. So you just a, a plain, and then what do you put on it after it comes off the grill? Uh, I'll do lettuce and tomato and cheese and maybe a little onion or and relish. Hold the pickles, hold them. Okay, that's a McDonald's. Larry? Larry, what do you do? I didn't hear. Oh, what, what do you put on your... Perfect hamburger. Uh, lettuce, tomato, mayo, and a little bit of cheese. Mayo? Isn't that Absolutely interesting? Absolutely mayo. You now, want... John is fine, and Larry is kind of off in the distance here. Well, they're on the same phone, so we're not going to be able to f fix that part. Can well, they... no, I, I know you can't, but I'm, I wanted somebody on that end to know that one is sounding better than the other. John wins. John wins. John okay. Wins. Okay. Well, then, what is the perfect hamburger? Uh, depending on my mood. Uh-huh. Um, right now, I'd be happy with mustard. And onions and cheddar cheese. 
Mustard? Mm-hmm. Mustard? Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you can do that. I think I think you can, you're allowed to have it on a hot dog, but I don't think you're allowed to have that on a hamburger. But I think you want on a hamburger. Well, Patricia has certain rules. That, I, I yeah. understand Walden also puts caramel Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> he serves them for dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I want him to find caramel, car, caramel, caramel tootsie rolls. I, I want him to find one that says caramel right on the label. Well, here's one for a Bronco burger. Let me know what you think of this one. Okay. It's got jalapeno. This is in addition, of course, to the ground beef. Mm -hmm. Jalapeno peppers, salt and pepper. An egg in there. This is all going to get mixed up before the hamburger goes on the on the grill. An egg, a quarter of a cup of steak sauce, minced onion, hot pepper sauce, oregano, Worcestershire sauce, garlic salt, and Frito corn chips, all mushed together. You, know, you better have a cast iron stomach for that one. I think so. I think so. I think the neighborhood. Fire department should be notified. I'm willing to and, take. I'm willing to take a chance. Yeah, I bet you would. You like that hot stuff. I do. And then yeah. after they come off the grill, you're supposed to put slices or or for the last minute, pepper jack cheese. What is pepper jack cheese? I've never tasted it. I don't know. Well, um, it's, it's very similar to cheddar. Uh, it has a little pepper to it. But that's about how I would describe it. Oh, so pepper jack, there really is pepper mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. We, oh, how cool. Yeah. Oh, I like pepper. Uh-huh. I, I just really like it. It's like a mild cheese, but it's got a little pep. A little I, zip. Uh-huh. But um, not jalapenos. No. It doesn't have jalapeno. No. Okay. Or jalapeno. How, and I'm surely mispronouncing this. Okay, so you guys are fairly simple. You don't do anything extraordinary or exciting. Walden at least puts mustard on his. Okay, well that's nice. Now, I have, I have a Stump Walden radio question, and instead of giving you guys some <clears throat> trivia questions, I want to ask all three of you because I don't think he's going to get it. But could we let him have a shot at it first, anyway? Okay, so this is the panel. This is the uh, panel. So I get first crack, and that's right. That's and, uh, right. I'll turn oh, over to John. Okay. Okay. This is Stump Walden. All right. For for one year, from 1944 to 1945, Danny Thomas played a character on the Baby Snooks show. What was the character? He played. Uh, he played the brother of. Francis Cranford on the Bakerson. Yes, but what did he play? What character did he play on Baby Snooks? Oh, okay. Okay. That was Back, 1944 to 1945, he was there and he played a recurring character. It was almost every show. What was okay. the character? Okay. Um, you really want to gamble? Do I want to gamble? Yes. No, that's your question. I I get I get all the money because I looked up and okay. did all the homework. He would he would the guy who would he the mail carrier. Larry, what do you think? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I think that was I think that was his occupation, but I don't recall his name. John. I would guess that he was Baby Snook's psychiatrist. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I don't know if she had. Did she have a psychiatrist? Oh, she should have. <laughs> No, I got well. Her poor father needed an outlet more than more than she did. Well, then you are correct. It is the postman. What did he do routinely, and what was his name? Well, I I have one show with him, and I hope we find the tape because it's interesting. It's a baby. It was a half hour show on baby, and on the other side, guy, it was promo for other radio shows. Uh, Henry, Henry Stafford and Fanny Book promoting I Love a Mystery, Inner Sanctum, and different shows. Um, I don't remember the name, Patricia. I don't think anybody in the world could have gotten it. It's Jerry Dingle, the daydreaming postman. That Every week he daydreamed about something different. He was yeah. a fireman. He was working as a district attorney, and I guess every week he had a different fantasy, but he delivered mail during his fantasy runs. Yeah, that so. rings a bell. I, as if I've heard that someone before, I've wow. dig now to find wow. it. Walden, you did good. Oh, wow. I really thought I got you. I really thought I got you. Uh, so. Now, Dyke Easter was an audition show. Mm-hmm. I've had one for years and years and years, but there's no date. Uh, it's called Too Many Creeps. And as far as I know, it was the only audition show done. What's his name? Is it not Richard Heck? I'm trying to remember the guy who starred on him. Somebody that uh, that I had not heard of before. It was okay. It was an okay show. But I think it was done in the mid-40s. But we don't have a date on it, so I'll have to look around. All right, let's see if I can bring up something here. Matinee Classics, 1949, Dyke Easter Detectives. Let's see what it says about here, my old radio. It's coming up all over the place. It looks like a lot of people except me know what it's all about. Murder is my business. Let me see, Dyke, Dyke. Oh, man, doesn't have any... Don't go away. Don't go away. Walden. Yes, sir. I found out, remember how tough it was to hear as I was queuing up shows last night? Yeah. I thought I had a queue feature on my board. Right. I had Bill look today, and sure enough, I do. John doesn't, but I do. <laughs> so it'll be much easier next time when I'm trying to find shows. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. So you do have uh, a... I guess a pre-fade on your board. Yep. Yep. Very hmm. nice. So Don already has his board memorized. He's done the top five. Um, is it going to be? A, is it a nicer board, John, than what you had before? Oh yeah, I mean it's, I a, it's a definitely a nicer sounding is. board. Yeah, it is. Although he tweaked it a little bit, he added a little bit of bass, so well, he's a little fuller sounding now. Were you able, oh, John? Were you able to get uh, Josh working everything else back into shape then? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's not wounded. No, so. I think fine. Okay. Oh, all it says is Dyke Easter, 1949. Oh, okay, huh? So at least we know when. Well, guys, I will expect a hamburger with a little more class than just lettuce and tomato. When I get out there for a visit? Well, good luck. <laughs> Walden, 
I would like a hamburger with a little more class than lettuce and tomato. You bet. Now, you know, over here, we have daddy burgers, which are generally cooked outside of the grill. Mm-hmm. Or mama cooks them <laughs> inside. So you got your preference. I had I had a choice. Mm-hmm. I had a choice. This is good. Um, well, guys, I'm glad your board, or boards, plural, are doing something anyway, and you'll be able to have stuff to work with. Good stuff. It should be fun. All right. You guys going to bed? Uh, won't be long. <laughs> I didn't think so. I could tell how much energy you got over there. So after three and a half hours, I'm. It'll be an early night tonight. I'll yeah. be up. I'll be up after nine. If you got a minute to tell me about the stuff today. The yep, night. I'll be happy to. I'll probably go. What time are you planning to go to bed? As soon as you're done talking to me. <laughs> then I will delay dinner for just just for that opportunity. Oh, did you haven't had dinner yet? No. Okay, I slept until some. I just slept before showtime. Oh no, go have dinner and then call me. <laughs> oh, we got to do tracks for the show anyway, so we'll. Okay, do tracks. Have dinner, or, call me. Do tracks. Just, I'll eat. Okay. I'll bet I'm going to have a hamburger in honor of Patricia. A classic hamburger. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll I have think pe- hamburger is good. Put some peanut butter on it. Peanut butter. <laughs> and, and peanut butter. Put some molasses on it, too. <laughs> All right, boys. And Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. And I like Worcestershire sauce. I don't sauce. necessarily like it, but I, li- I enjoy saying it. Worcestershire. How do you spell Worcestershire? Only once. W-O-R... Oh, is it C-E-S-T-E-E-R? Worcestershire. No, that's not correct. Patricia? W-O-R-S-T-E-R-S-H-I-R-E. I think it's got the second R in there. Worse. So, she think it's spelled worse, W-O-R-S-T. Word, like that, that was the worst program worst. I ever heard. Worcester, yeah. Worcester. I'm, yeah, because Worcester is the name of the place in England. Somebody a long time ago said you can always tell yeah, the couple uh, who've been uh, happily married. W O R C E S T E R. Worcester. Worcester. Shire. Yep. That stuff that comes in a bottle. It's black. <laughs> the All stuff right, that, and it tastes very good, so I'll accept that. Good. I will have that. Well, guys, you go go to bed. Go do your thing. Feel better. Okay. Talk to you, Talk to you later on. Bye. All right, that's John and Larry. And here's Patricia. She's the really the full functioning one. What's I'm the full functioning one? <laughs> yes. That's because, no, that's because you didn't let me come out and play the other night. Are, huh. you, are, are you glad? No. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I am. <laughs> I, am, I am much happy. Hello there, you're on air. Walden, this is John and... In Maryland. Hi, John. John, two times in the same week? I, I listen every night. Well, yeah, but you got through. You're usually sending an email that you tried and couldn't get through, but you did it twice so far. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that uh, gummy in German means rubber. Oh. And if you look at the gummy bears candy. Yeah. That's made in Germany, and that's where they got the name, gummy bears, rubber bears. Rubber shoes. Up. That makes sense. Well, that makes bears. sense. Wait a minute. Okay. I really would like, 
I, I would really like it to be chewing gum, but I'll accept it if it's rubber. But that makes a whole uh, a whole lot more sense but, now. But wait a minute, gum shoes. I thought they were. I thought they wore water, water stuff. They didn't wear the rubber stuff. Say that again. A gum shoe. Yeah. A private eye. Yeah. A dick. Yeah. Um. A hard-boiled guy. Yeah. A, a shimus. I thought so, they. I thought they walk around in water shoes. Well, we know that Dragnet Joe did. Friday did. Dragnet, they always have leather shoes. Yep. Yeah. So, so is it, is it, it was it okay for the gum shoe to wear tennis shoes, which are made out of rubber? Walding. Okay. You really did have a nap, didn't you? <laughs> um, why is a detective called a gum shoe? Wiki answers. Let's see. Well, mm-hmm. I I do love gummy bears, so I, I I'm I'm glad you got that one figured out for us. Now, you understand that answer.com or answers.com is one oh probably two or three stories below wiki. Um, you get all sorts of answers here. Everybody's guessing. Okay. Uh, one answer says I have never heard of a detective being called a gumshoe. You're fired. Second answer, because they used to wear shoes with gum, soft gum soles, soft and quiet, so they could sneak around and not be heard by the sound of their footsteps, as often with slang because of a joke, as both a detective, because he sneaks, and gumshoe, because they're useful to sneak. They're called sneakers. I don't think so. Uh, Let's see, chewing gum. Let's see if I can get anything with chewing gum. Please keep talking. Okay. John, who was your favorite detective? Oh, my goodness. Let's see. Favorite detective. Probably the Thin Man. The Thin Man. I think Patricia loved her movies. Did you like the radio show? Which oh, yeah. radio show? I'll listen to him. The Thin Man. I can't, I can't hear him, Walden. Okay. I and can... it's his phone. It said, don't don't go messing around. Okay. So I just need you to interpret for me here. He, he liked the Thin Man radio show. Oh, yeah. I thought that was terrible. Didn't you? I'm sorry, John. I thought it was terrible. That's all right. To each his own, right? Yeah. I think it was the worst. Mr. and Mrs. North weren't anything to brag about, but... But then, man, that was pretty awful. Dear detective, sneaky feet, gumshoe, retired detective, word detective. You'd be amazed. Now that I'm paragraphing, gumshoe. Um, don't you just hate it when people... All right, let's see. We don't want what you assumed. Um, jackpot. Okay, let's see. No substitute for actual investigation. Turns out that the original gumshoes of the late 1800s were shoes or boots made of gum rubber, the soft-soled precursors to the modern sneaker. Like sneakers, gumshoes were much quieter than leather-soled shoes, and at the turn of the century, to gumshoe meant to sneak around quietly. It doesn't say anything about it being 
related to the German word, but it certainly does make sense. So what's the perfect hamburger, John? I like my medium rare. Medium rare. What's on it? I, I like lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and raw onions. Boy, I must have, have you been visiting California? <laughs> no. But... <laughs> I guess I'm odd man Evil, out here. Lettuce what, and tomato. I, I, I never okay, warmed now, up the lettuce. And, if I get a, a hamburger with lettuce and tomato on it, I take it off. Okay, now, Patricia, what's on your yep. hamburger? Um, Lots of raw onion, and I have to check to make sure there's no date that night. Mm-hmm. And I have to, just some ketchup. Those are the only two things that I usually put on a hamburger. I think it will be fine. Yeah, once in a while, a little A1 sauce. I like that. See, we're going to be good. Yeah, just a teensy-weensy little drop of that. Now, will you mix lettuce A... Lettuce and tomato? Lettuce and tomato doesn't... Will, will you mix A1 and ketchup on the same burger? Yeah. Will sure. you put, put them on separate sides of the patty? No, I would, I would mix it up and put it on as a single unit. It doesn't have lumps, so it's okay to mix it up. Mm. Well, I can remember we used to eat them raw. Oh, steak tartare. Oh, ick. How, how did you learn to eat steak raw? Eggs? Steak or, or ground beef or hamburgers. Oh, well, uh, that's a German uh, dish. My family was from Germany, and uh, that was a thing to eat. My word. That's from the Tartars when they invaded Europe. Uh-huh. They used to put the meat under their saddles to uh, tenderize it. Yeah. And they were Ooh. looting and plundering. They could uh, reach under their saddle and they could get uh, tartar beef. You can look it up, too. That's correct. Uh, or tar. And I think I'll be right back. Up. That's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, that, can you imagine eating something that's, oh, yuck. That road with Bessie? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting well, that's thought. that's worse than roadkill. <clears throat> right, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jay? my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Really awful, awful stuff. My grandfather used to tell me that they butchered a, butchered a steer. Mm-hmm. If you if you cut his jugular vein and you tasted a little bit of the blood, you could tell whether it was going to be a good you know good or not. <laughs> wow! Uh, I'll leave I'll leave the taste test to you, John. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could tell you some stories about how people used to live. It was horrible, absolutely horrible. Wow! How they used horrible. to live or what they ate? Oh Oops. my God! My mother used to say they ate anything they couldn't sell. That was theirs. Yeah. Whatever they couldn't sell, they ate. Yeah. Uh, wow. Mm. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm so glad you shared about tenderizing the meat under a saddle. Well, that's what the Tartars did. Yeah. Well, I believe you. My goodness. It's just... It just... It I that, suppose it when that, you're hungry... It, that, when you're hungry, a lot of stuff looks good. Is that where the tartar sauce comes from? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they had time to use sauce. 
No tartar. No, no tartar sauce. Well, John, I am so glad that you got to say hi again. This is two times in a week. I think we ought to give you some kind of a record album, a record medal. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> oh, gosh. You did good. Okay. You did good. I, I, I just wanted to know if the Gasman brothers saw my grandson uh, over the weekend. Well, I should find out. I, um... Uh, so I told him to look for him. Look for him, okay. So we'll find out tomorrow night when John O'Leary, uh, on the air, uh, we'll, 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 we'll open the calls and find out. Okay, I'll, get, I'll try to get through to you tomorrow. Perfect. All right. I, I listen uh, seven days a week. To you are a loyal Oh, my goodness. One. Oh, my goodness. We have to get him a loyalty medal, too. That's true. That's true. Wow. Well, we really appreciate your being with us. Well, it just took me a while to start calling. I listened to you for years and never bothered calling. Then you said something about uh, first-time callers. And there you were. And you, and you gave me a gift. I think that's what it was. That's right. Everybody who calls for a first time automatically gets radio shows. Yeah, you don't even have to do anything. So. We are hoping that tonight or over the weekend on Saturday, we'll have someone who has never called us before. New time caller. I hope we will do that. There you go. Yeah, look, Patricia would love another female out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> girls went out. Girls went out. We have to have a girls' night. I agree. Patricia, they all, all the men want to talk to Patricia. That's true. <laughs> I need to know it. But they don't want to talk to Walt. That's true. I know <laughs> it. I, I, I just know it. I am very fortunate to carry her golf clubs. <laughs> we have to talk about this golf club thing. <laughs> I know it's metaphorical, but, you know. Well, are you going to give me a better substitute? Yeah, you, you carry my lunchbox or something. That would be good. That would be good. Carry my chocolate chip cookie tin. Carry my books to school. You Carry my books oh, to school. Oh, now that's, that, now that's a good one. That's a good one. That, can I carry your books to school? <laughs> yeah. Can can John carry your books to school, Patricia? Sure. Yeah. I would be honored. I'm I'm awful slow though with this cane. <laughs> well, I'm I'm kind of a slow walker, so it's okay. We'll just kind of appreciate the scenery. Yeah, when we go shopping in the store, my wife's got to wait up for me. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't go shopping, John. I go buying. When I go oh, yeah. into a store, it's very rare if I take a cruise through the store and actually shop for stuff. When I go into a store, it's usually because I know what I want. I go get it and I go home. Uh -oh. So you won't ever have to stand at a door of a store waiting for me to come out. I think that's really good. I think that's an excellent characteristic to put on my resume. I think you're right. I think that's I good. I think you're absolutely right. I think so, too. Well, John, maybe we'll get to talk to you on Saturday, and, and you'll be a blockbuster record setter. <laughs> okay. All right, John. Thank right. you so much for calling. All right. Have a nice evening. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. All right, there's John from Maryland, 714-545-1111.
2071. Now, Patricia's going to be on Sunday night, by the way. I am? Yes. Oh, is that why I have an X on the... Am yeah. I really? Yes, you're going to be on uh, on Sunday. Okay. Oh, oh, you're going to do reruns. Right. Underscore Bill have edited a Fibber McGee and Molly special. That, uh-huh. That we did three years ago. Oh wow! And that will be oh, cool. And, I saw that that suggestion was going back and forth. And that's and that's done. And so it's over five hours long. The edited the short version is over five hours and twenty minutes long. The edited down version. And so that's with Shirley Mitchell, Gloria McMillan, Robert Easton, Arlene Zink, and the one and only Patricia does the interviewing. Plus phone calls. Good stuff. Hello there. You're on the air. Hey, Walden. Hi, Patricia. It's Edwin. Hi, Edwin. How you doing? This is oh, Edwin in Chicago. Well. I was just sitting here laughing about uh, the gumshoe issue. Yeah. Because it makes sense that uh, it, it came from the fact that they wanted to sneak around, which is probably why they're called sneakers. But I was sitting here laughing because... Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe because they were eating Snickers bars instead? No, no, no. Snickers, no. sneakers, not Snickers. Snickers. Oh, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they were eating Snickers bars, too. Maybe they were doing both. But yeah. what's hilarious is every single show that I remember, Detective Shows and Dragnet was mentioned, they were always loud and and. You'd always hear the the shoes clicking, and I can't remember of any detective show where you wouldn't hear them walking, because I know from uh, Rocky Fortune to Nick Carter, all of these guys when they were walking or running down the street, um, like Frank Lovejoy when he was doing uh, the reporter on Nightbeat, they mm-hmm. were always so noisy. And that was the only way that they could create the illusion of somebody walking was to right. make footsteps. Exactly. I mean, it's very it's very hard to use cat feet. Exactly. So it 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 seems ironic that they would even use the term gumshoe for for the radio characters. Well, it's a, it's a tough sounding, and the only time I recall hearing it was when one of the police officers or the detective lieutenant or, you know, somebody associated with the police department would say, call him either a shamus or a gumshoe. And that's the only time I ever heard them referenced. Well, it was I kind know of a, a derogatory Walt term. I always call uh, um, Richard Diamond a shamus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, and it, it was not... Um, it was not a warm, fuzzy, friendly, complimentary term. Either one of them. It, it was almost um, derisive. Like, mm-hmm. So. And like now, um, like the police department here in Chicago, I know they don't. They don't use leather shoes. They, like uh, someone mentioned about dragnet, they use they use rubber shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yep. You can't expect these guys to be out doing the amount of footwork that they do, even just standing, and not give them good shoes. I often wondered how the police 
officers, the, the guys who were out on the street and now the women who are out on the street, were able to do all that they did in these hard leather-heeled shoes with leather soles, and they were made for Sunday go-to-meeting, not, not doing legwork. And that was always a puzzle for me with boots. The, the army troops and the military troops wearing boots, they all had to be broken in, and they weren't fitted. They, they were given, what size do you have? I wear 11. Okay, here's your pair of boots. You didn't get to try them on. How did these guys survive and break in these pieces of equipment? Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, those also had, uh, on top of the, uh, what you're saying, breaking into leather, they also had the uh, steel toes. Mm-hmm. And Which was a very good thing when when somebody was driving a car at you and you're a gumshoe and you knew that they were going to run over your feet. So it was good to have steel toes. But you're right, steel toes. Well, and I, I guess there are uh, work shoes <laughs> and work boots that, still have steel toes in them because they're heavy industrial and the toes are frequently at risk. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, All right, Edwin, what's the perfect hamburger? Oh, well, I think I enjoy a hamburger with lettuce, tomato, and I really am not a fan of lettuce, but it seems I like it on a hamburger, and I like mushroom sauce, and I'm with uh, Walden with the mustard. With mustard. Absolutely. I'll mustard be darned. I don't too. think I've ever met someone who put mustard on a hamburger. Well, when I go... Now two in one night. If I go to McDonald's, I always ask them to um, give me my burgers without the ketchup because that's what they put on them. They put yes. ketchup and pickles. And pickles. You put pickles on Oh, my goodness. And so you, you build a, a tower there. I have a tower recipe. Mayonnaise and ketchup. Mayonnaise? Yeah, they use mayonnaise on their burgers. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, here's one. This one is called a big bad burger, and you tell me if this one would make it on, on your plate and you would enjoy this. It's got... In addition to the ground beef, it's got horseradish, steak sauce, Worcestershire sauce, caramelized onions. Those are, you know, just kind of right. turning brown and, and they're nice and soft. Mushrooms, pepper jack cheese, bacon, and guacamole. That would make it on my plate minus the bacon. Yeah. It would make it what? Minus the bacon. Uh, but that sounds like a good burger. It sounds like a good burger. Okay. To me. All right. You could you tend to fade in and out. Are do you um, are are you closer and farther away from your phone at different times? Oh uh, no, I'm using a cell phone. Okay. So All right, you're be, fine now. It, hmm. Yeah, it could be the signal. Yeah. All right. So now we've got a, this is pepper jack. It's pepper jack cheese. Pepper jack cheese. It's all the way down. What is the big thing of pepper jack on hamburgers? Well, it has a it has a nice bite to it. I like it on salads also. It's it's 
I would describe pepper jack as a provolone cheese with a little pepper in it. I think you would like it, Patricia. Boy, it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's it's, it's not overwhelming. It's, it's 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 nice. It's more mild and sharp. Uh huh. But it's not a squishy soft cheese. No, it's a hard cheese. Uh, it comes in a bo- it comes in a block. Okay. And, and okay, well I will try that. Mm-hmm. Even though it's got little lumps in it, I will try it. No, it, it, there's it's, no lumps. It's all blended in. Yeah, it, it doesn't have lumps. I get subways when I get my salads. I like to put it on my salads and. Uh huh. It doesn't have any lumps. No. Mm-mm. All right. So how about raw onions? I'm not a big fan of raw onions. I love cooked, I love grilled onions, though. I like raw onion, Patricia. I like onions, period. I, do I really too. like sautéed onions. I, would, I, would grew, I grew up, Dad would make uh, raw onion uh, cheese sandwiches, so I grew up mm. eating that. Mm. Now, that referring good. to uh, what the gentleman was mentioning about the eating raw meat, raw mm-hmm. beef. Right. Uh, technically speaking, it wasn't really raw because it it was salted and salt has the characteristic of pretty much uh, cooking uh, a meat because there weren't any refrigerators and that's where uh, like your beef jerky comes from because the salt and salted beef that was the way to preserve it so technically speaking it wasn't raw and now you can eat it raw because it's refrigerated but back then when they were putting it on the saddles and I had never heard that but obviously it had to be salted otherwise it would be the, uh, Putrid. That's a good word. I'll go with that word. The raw truth. Let's see. Hmm. He used to ride with a piece of meat beneath their saddle. Okay. Um, Fats. Tenderized under a horse's saddle. Would, Would we believe Wikipedia? Um, I, I would. Wikipedia? I would. Yes, I would. Oh, the New York Times. That's pretty good. They they do good research. I'll use up one of my looks. I only get, I think it's 10 looks a month, and then they want me to buy a subscription. All right, let's see. Now we have to find saddles. And that's the reason why we, okay. we have... Um, what's called sushi today because of refrigeration. You couldn't be playing around with, with fish, you know, a hundred years ago in that manner the way we do sushi today. Unless it was like salted cod, which is called bacalao. Mm-hmm. Or um uh, I just have, you know, I don't know if I could eat I haven't tried raw fish, so I probably won't won't know. Oh, that's good. And it's the same like with anchovies. Anchovies can are so good because they're salted. Patricia loves anchovies. Oh, I love Patricia it. loves anchovies. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. The Cambridge Medieval History of 1924 says the story was started by early chroniclers who saw Mongol horsemen putting thin slices of raw meat under their saddles, but the meat was meant to help heal the horse's sores rather than fill the men's stomachs. Well, that makes sense. That makes it be, sense. It would be putrid by me, but it would, it, it would reduce the friction. So, yeah, that that makes sense. However, the now, tartar... Not wasn't there any <clears throat> refrigeration... But uh, just a thought, and then I'll let you guys go. But yeah. there weren't any showers. Anything? <laughs> so, I think they were accustomed to eating less than optimum food. Yeah. Less than optimum food. Okay. Before you go, we got to get a weather report. Oh, it's beautiful. It's uh, in the lower 80s here, and we had uh, a pool party yesterday in my building. And it was very nice, and uh, we're just hoping that um, this is the beginning, the real beginning of summer here, because we had no spring. It went like from 50s to 80s. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's where we're at. I think the, today's high was 82. It was very pleasant. Yeah, it's getting toasty hot down here. I hit a spot... You know, it changes from place to place. You can go for two miles, and, and it'll change five degrees within that two-mile period. But I sat at a traffic light today. When I pulled up to the traffic light, I looked at the temperature gauge on the car dashboard, and it said 93. So we're we're pretty much into summer weather now. now we're when getting rain, see, though. When you see the temperature on your car... Mm-hmm. Is it giving you the temperature outside or the temperature inside the car? The, the external temperature. There are cars that have internal and external temperatures noted. Mine just does the external. Oh, okay, okay. So it tells me what I'm going to be looking at when I open my car door. Right. Uh, right. 93. That was, uh, that's too warm. Oh, I love 93. Depends yeah, on what you have to do with it. And sunny is good. That, that sounds yeah. good to me. Um, well, Edwin, I do appreciate your calling. Maybe we'll get to All talk right. to you Saturday. Sure. I'm oh. gonna, uh, I always listen on Saturdays. If I don't call in, it's because I I can't get in or I'm doing uh, multitasking, but I always listen. We just knew you were out there. All right, you have a great evening, guys. All right, thank you. Thanks, Edwin. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. That was Edwin in Chicago, and Walden and I really are here on Saturday night, starting at 10.30. So put that, please, on your... Gosh, i got to listen to that list. I got a brand new CD in the mail today. Really? Yeah, let's, what let's, is it? let's take a peek at this. Hopefully, I got this turned up right. Well, hold on, caller. Alright, you're over here, caller. Let's we we grab you there. And you're there, right? Don't Patricia? go away, caller. He's yep. playing with his toy. I'm playing with my toy. Let's see if I get this figured out right. You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still working with the board, so give me a sec here. Well, can you tap into the caller and then you start playing? There we go. Here we go. 
and this is the, uh, the music of Peter Dushan, the son of the famous piano player Eddie Dushan. Peter is a mystery writer too. Oh great! So, and he's going to be a coming upcoming guest on this network. So we'll turn that oh, down cool. and we'll uh, go, let's see here. Carl, you are over here. Hello Carl, you're on the air. Did you Gave leave up. us? Oh man, I'm sorry, caller. Call back. Okay. Gave up. Okay, well I've got baseball questions for you in the meantime. Oh, right. Two questions. Never mind. Hello there, caller. Yes, who? That you, Matt? Nope. Is that you, Gary? Nope. Who is this, please? This is your roving reporter. Chad! Oh, hi, Chad. How are you doing? This is Chad out in Nebraska. What are you doing out there, roving reporter? Well, I'm, uh, I was trying to call you guys. I got through once, but uh, I I think I turned my head and I lost the call. You lost it because I was playing a piano player, and you decided you didn't want to listen to somebody else to play the piano. N no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> But well, I heard maybe uh, about a week ago or so that I should call in and check in to see if I was going to Cincinnati, which I am. You are. All right. So you're going to be hitting oh. the big. You're going to be hitting the trail next week. Next week. Uh, uh well, two weeks. Yeah. You're right. Well, two well, weeks. Well, you're not going to go a week ahead and just scout out the place before time. Well, I'd like to, but no, I'm not going to. <laughs> So I'll see if I can call and give you an update on the do. report on it, maybe you can Friday call, and Saturday. You can, you can call both Friday and Saturday, absolutely. We'll see. Patricia had a question for you. Patricia? What's my question? You were asking what, how sad. Oh. I, well, I asked, yeah, how are you? Fine. And, and I thought, <laughs> good to hear from you. Have a good night, Chad. <laughs> What, no other questions? Good <laughs> grief. No. No. Well, yes. We're asking, what is the perfect hamburger? Um, I don't know. Just about any of them, I think. You don't put anything on it? Well, ketchup, onions. But just about any hamburger is good, I think. Even the one that I that I talked about, all of the jalapeno peppers and stuff like that there? Well, I'll try it at least once. Oh, he's Boy, a hearty You are soul. a good, good person. Good person. There are some that would just make me say, I think I'll just have the potato salad, thanks. Although, I might pass up the one with anchovies on it. Oh, I don't think I would put anchovies on them. Even me. Even I wouldn't do that. And I love anchovies. I would not put them on a hamburger. Yuck. Yuck. Hey, I know it's right. a little early to be thinking about when you're, you change the rotation of the weekly shows on uh, on uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Right. But I have mm -hmm. a suggestion. All right, underscore Bill, listening, you're the one in charge. Go ahead. What do you got? What's your nomination, Chad? Okay, um, I think uh, Night Beat would be a good one, especially for Miss Patricia. 
Oh, you want that part of the uh, the upcoming ah, show? Okay, okay. He's voting. All right. Okay, we can. Yeah, that's right. Technically, we will be starting in two weeks from now. Either either that or um, craft music hall with Al Jolson also for me. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> You know, I just, I just love it when you guys are. Well, maybe Patricia will play that part of her awful show, and really take Al Jolson to task. I don't think I would even do that. Mm. Al Jolson introduce Ethel Merman. Wonderful. Back, they deserved each other. <laughs> back by that the. That would chick- be, that would be the perfect show to play. Yeah, back by the chickmucks. Well, I think the chipmunks though have uh, reingratiated themselves into Patricia's life. Yes, uh, they're ingratiating themselves. <laughs> All right, so we have to look at nominations. Let's see what we got here. Nominations, nominations, notes, notes from April. Nominations. That'll that'll work. Mm-hmm. Nominations. Okay. Awful show nominations. Nope, we're talking awful shows here. Oh, here we go. Okay. Now, for what are you asking for? And I'm... I'm In just, June, when we open up, he wants to right. nominate both Nightbeat... Nightbeat, okay. Nightbeat and Al Jolson. And Al Jolson. Well, I can tell you which one I'm just going to forget <laughs> that I have on my list. <laughs> which one? No. Now, Walden. Yes, sir. Has any has anybody ever um, interviewed Bob Elliott of Bob and Ray? Um, Steve Steve Darnell out uh, out of Chicago has, okay. um, and that's a fairly new one. And also uh, somebody else in a, in a newspaper, uh, something in rail station up where he lives in Maine, and that's um, they. Well, I thought he might have been at the last Friends of Old Time Radio convention, but his sons and different fa- family members showed up. So, you're right. That would be a great guess to see if we get Bob, a Bob and Ray fan. Okay, now, uh, Patricia, have you ever heard of a show, or I guess Walden, have you ever heard of a show called Midnight Cab? I have not. Patricia? Midnight Cat, C-A-T? Cab. C A B. T's and Tom, or is it C's and Charlie's? Sad. C as in Charlie. Cab. Like cab driver. Yes. Midnight cab driver. Or midnight cab. No, mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. Oh. Have That's you? Bad. Have you? Well, I, I think I heard a reference to it somewhere. I don't remember where, but I wrote it down to see if. Uh, Either of you have heard of it or if there's any recordings. <laughs> Unfortunately, I do not have any recordings. I've never heard of it. So who knows it even exists. But I don't it, know. Yeah, it could. it could. Now I have a, I have a stumper for Walden. Uh-oh. Good. Uh-oh. All right, Chad. Okay. What radio character had eight toes on one foot? Eight toes on one foot. Was it a character or the actor? Character. 
Just give character. up, Walden. You'll okay. never get it. <laughs> you 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 speak with such confidence. So you tell me if I came up with the answer, uh, what would you do? Um, I don't know. Okay. See, I'm just safe. I don't know. <laughs> do you want to have some time to think about it, or you give up? Eight I um. I I would go for something with a cat. Uh, cats frequently have six toes. I don't know. I've never heard of a cat with eight so, toes. I would think of something. Person. I would think of something like Let's Pretend or some show. That's where my mind was wandering. But this, you think of like a regular, a yeah, regular like somebody, series, right? Something out of Gasoline Alley or um, one of the one of the old cartoonish type shows. Well. I don't know about cartoon, but it's, I don't know, kind of parody show. Yeah, well, I, I meant cartoonish, meaning, you know, silliness like you would get is in it something a that, Is it something that Bob and Ray would do? Yep. But guess who? Bob. Well, yeah, which, which, which what character <laughs> on Bob and Ray? <laughs> He'll get you. Hear me. Uh, I just tell you. Okay, would it be would it be the Rovi reporter Wally Baloo? Not not that I'm aware of. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't have a clue. One fellow's family. I don't think. Yep. Any, okay, it is one fellow family. I believe it. <sighs> okay. Um, unless, unless I'm getting my parodies mixed up. Well, that that's a big help. Um. <laughs> Ah, see, now you know. <laughs> Would it be Father Barber? Of one, no. Uh, one... Okay, I'll, I'll just give it to you. What? No, okay, I guess it was Mary Noble. Mary Backstage Noble yeah, Wife or something. It, Mary Noble Mary, Backstage Wife. So I did have the wrong... I did have a parodies mixed up. So, do I still get... So who was... Who had the eight toes? Mary. Mary? Mary did. Okay. All right. Mary... Mary... Backstage noble wife. Yes. Okay, I got it. All right, well, I've got some information on Midnight Cab. It was aired in three separate runs of 13 episodes each. Um, it was, I'm sorry, it, 13 episodes, 9 episodes, and 13 episodes. Uh, and these were different runs total of 35 episodes for the series and the show starred David Ferry, like you take a ferry across the river, mm -hmm. as Walker Devereaux, a young man rather gullible and naive from Bear River north of Lake Superior. And this is a Canadian show, by the way, a CBC production, which is probably why it's not, um, you know, pretty well circulated down here. So anyway, that's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. There very much is some information about it out there. Are there any recordings that you know of? Does it say? Well, yes, I do. Let me well, see. if you find some, let me know. All right. Well, I have to. Um, JPEG provided by. So I'll have to um, see whether or not I can download any. But it looks like there might be a couple that are available. I'll see if I can find some. You can always come up with some good stuff. <clears throat> so it's really nice to hear from you. We haven't heard from you for so long, Chad. 
Okay, you're going yeah, to, you're, it's kind of hard to get in sometimes. So. Yeah, right. I, th- I thought I'd warn you, call and warn you that I might be calling in a couple weeks. This Perfect. Week and and give us some reporting. That would be great. If not, email me your cell phone number, and I can always call you, Chad. It's your time, whatever. Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Whatever makes sense to you. That's that's what I, that's what I thought I might call on Friday evening. It might be a little bit easier to get. Might in. be. Yes, I know. Well. You know, Patricia is definitely the star because all the K-Hood books to school. Yeah, we need a girls' night out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girls' night out. So. Okay, okay Chad. Well, thank you bunches for calling. I really appreciate it, and it's good to hear from you again. Okay. You Take too. care. Bye-bye. Okay, oh, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We have exactly five minutes left. Five minutes. Walden, here's, here's your first baseball question. Yes. Which team, Major League Baseball team, has the most inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame? The New York Yankees? No. Gotcha. Mm. Yankees are number three. St. Louis Cardinals? Number two. New York Giants? Number one. All right. We got the top three. (laughs) I am impressed. I am impressed. Okay, so now... Does it say how many for each? Or did he bother to look that up? I'd be curious. Yes. Giants, 23. Cardinals, 16. Yankees and Cubs, 15. Wow. The Negro Leagues, before we went um, exclusively to Major Leagues, right. 14, they have 14 members in there. Um, and then 12 each for the Indians, the Phillies, and the Pirates, mm-hmm. 10 each for the Braves and Dodgers, and then we just keep going down the line there. Wow. So now I'm going to ask you, which position has the most inductees, the, the position, which is number one? Uh, first base. No. That's hello. number four. Hello. Who's on the phone? Hello, Carl. So on the air. Hello, Walden. Hello, Patricia. Hello, Bob. It was uh, made out of straw. Made out of straw. The hat? <laughs> the hat. The hat? Yes, you, it was made out of straw. Are Are you answering a question? Or are you introducing yourself you're, as you're an the expert or what? That. When you want to know what the first baseball hats were made out of. Oh. Right. Oh, quick. Yeah, oh. and I don't think I would have gotten the answer. She asked me that question this Saturday. I don't think I would have gotten the answer. Oh, we already had that question. I know. Well, that, you know, short-term memory loss. Well, I you just know. wanted to get oh. I'm so time. confused. <laughs> you guys are confusing me. How are you doing? How is our weather? Did the mouse um, make its final exit, family included? Both of you guys are way, way, way down. Okay, I can fix that. Hold on. And how about this, Bob? Is this better? That's better. That's there. Okay, Patricia. Talk to Bob. Okay, what? There. Okay. Are all the the Mises gone? Are all the who done? All the mices? The mooses? The the mice. You have no more mice? The mooses. I haven't been up there since then. Oh, okay. So you have to give us a report on that later. Bob, what is the perfect hamburger? Oh, boy. For me? Yeah. 
I like a just I can I can get by with just a hamburger and a nice big slice of raw onion and a lot of ketchup. Works for me. Wow. I only like a little bit of ketchup. Ketchup uh, has like a very ketchup. powerful taste. Yeah, I like ketchup. You like ketchup. Yeah. All right. So it, I'm I'm going to read to you. Let me get rid of my calendar. And this thing, and this thing, and that thing. I'm going to read to you when I get there. Okay, here we go. Here, here's some more. Blue cheese burgers. Now, this this one is right up your alley, Walden. I, I've eaten those, yes. Do you know what, what these people are telling me that should be in there? Tell me. Well, it says you should make it with blue cheese, Worcestershire sauce, and dry mustard. I can do it. I use, I use dry mustard in a lot of things. Um, the Bay Area Burger. I don't have any idea. That's, Wait till that's, you hear that's, this. Yeah, that's an area of, uh, up in San Francisco. Yeah. Right, right. That's the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm -hmm. This guy... Um, Puts beef, garlic, fresh cloves of garlic, salt, freshly ground black pepper. I'm fine there. And then he gets to dried basil leaves. Now, basil is a very strong, um, it, it's, a, it's a strong herb. And I, I don't know how I would like it in hamburgers. Bob, you're the cook. Oh, no, no, no. The cook's going to bed. <laughs> But, you know, when you mentioned hamburgers, when I, years ago, when I was working for Uncle Sam, and I ended up down in Texas, and went to the, you know, I could drive up, drive in, uh -huh. and ordered a hamburger, and it came in a little basket, and you got some, I think there were some potato chips in there, and on that hamburger, they had a hamburger, they had a piece of, a slice of tomato, and they might have had some onion, and they had a, and a, some lettuce, and I thought, what's all this garbage you're putting on my hamburger? Because back up here in this country, when you ordered a hamburger, that's what you got was a bun yeah. and a hamburger. That was it. If you wanted any of that extra stuff, I think you had to ask for it. It junked it up. But down there, it came with it. No, nope. I, I don't want it junked up. I want to be able to ask ask for my stuff. Well, Bob, you have done such a wonderful job of managing and promoting. And um, uh, during the week, we're on our honor to finish up the show on time. Okay, no problem. I yeah. don't like it, but we have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very sorry, but, but it says so in the rule book that we have to do this. Those two guys run over once in a while, too, you know. Yeah, I know. But that's I the know. boss. You know, the that's boss can get away with the stuff. Yeah. When somebody owns, with any kind the of ownership, ownership comes with privilege. Saturday night. That's Saturday right. nights. We're cool. All we right. are cool. So we'll talk to you Saturday night. Okay, take care. Good night, Bob. All right. Thanks, good Bob. Night. All right, Patricia Kate, good night. We have to say good night. Good night, everybody. We'll be here on Saturday. Good night, Walden. Good night, thank Patricia. You for, thank you for being there. Okay, we'll see if we've done it.
We done it! You did it! Hooray! Well, I'll tell you what. You are just one hot puppy over there with that new stuff. You are marvelous. Oh, well... You really are. You are marvelous. Well, you know, I'm so used to having the phone on the left-hand side, so I uh-huh. went to phone in case I was going to the right side. The left side, it wasn't there, so I had to go to the right side to go find Oh, it. So can you move it back over to where you're accustomed to having it? Okay, no, Bill, Bill stacked everything on the left side, so it'll just a matter of retraining my body. Aww. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You can do anything. I can do anything. Better than me. No, not as good as you. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you can get boxes out a lot easier and faster than I can get them up. So you do that? Oh, no, wait a minute. You don't do that. Never mind. Mama. Never mind. Your mom does that. She's been a busy little beaver. Busy little beaver. (laughs) So I have to get to the post office this week. My God. And this week is over.